You're listening to The Word of Hope, a radio ministry of Hope Lutheran Church in Aurora, Colorado. Our preacher is Pastor Brian Wolfmuller with today's Word of Hope. In the name of Jesus, amen. Dear saints, we fight. That's not an option. The Christian life is an embattled life. It is a life at war. For we stand between the conflict of two mighty kingdoms, the kingdom of darkness, which is ruled by the devil, and the kingdom of light, which is ruled by your Jesus. Now, you and I were born citizens of this kingdom of darkness, but when you were baptized, you were rescued from this kingdom, from the devil's grasp. Paul says it like this, Colossians 1, verse 13 and 14, He, Jesus, has delivered us from the dominion of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of His beloved Son, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. So we are in the church, citizens of the heavenly kingdom. And here, in the church, we have a great and a profound peace. Having been justified by faith, we have peace with God. Paul writes, Romans chapter 5, verse 1. You see, the great battle between heaven and you between God's holiness and your sin, this battle has been finished. It's been decided. On the cross, it was finished. So there is no more war between you and God. No more anger. No more wrath. No more enmity. But only peace and hope. Now, this is absolutely wonderful. And this knowledge fills us with joy and it fills our hearts with hope. The the simple fact that God is not mad at me. He's not at war with us. But to be at peace with God means to be at war with the devil. To be part of the Lord's kingdom means to be at enmity with the kingdoms of the world. To be a friend of Jesus means to be an enemy of your flesh and your demons. And this is why we fight. Why it's not an option. Why the Christian life is an embattled life. A life at war against the world and against the flesh and especially against the devil and his hordes of demons. And so Paul gives us these instructions in the epistle text. Finally, be strong in the Lord and the strength of His might. Put on the whole armor of God so that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against rulers, against authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Our battle, our fight is not against flesh and blood. It's not against what we see, but it is against the unseen cosmic forces, the devil and his demonic hordes. Now, I have a picture of this in my mind, uh, and I think it's from a movie that I saw, but I can't remember what movie, so maybe I was just dreaming. (laughs) If you've seen it, you can tell me what it's from. It's night, and it's raining, and the heroes of this particular scene are on the top of a hill, and everything seems to them very quiet, in fact, too quiet. But then there is a flash of lightning. And in that momentary brightness, there is a revelation that all around the hill, crawling in the mud towards them, are are an entire army of enemies. And as soon as the light is gone, they can't see them anymore. Now, that's creepy. (laughs) 
But I think that's what this verse from Ephesians is like. It's like a lightning flash that gives us a momentary glimpse of the enemy that we're fighting. We do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against rulers, against authorities, against the cosmic powers over the present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. A flash, and for a moment we see it, and then it's gone. There's a flash like this in the hymn that we'll sing at the end of service today, this great hymn, A Mighty Fortress. We sing, Though though devils all the world should fill, all eager to devour us. Flash, and we see it. The world is crawling with demons. We're there on the top of this hill. And creeping up through the mud is the devil and all of his hosts ready to pounce on us and eat our flesh. But then we sing, We tremble not. We fear no ill. They cannot overpower us. For you see, it's one thing to know what we are fighting against, the devil and his demons, But it is another and a better thing to know who fights for us, who has the victory, who holds the field forever. The mighty one, the king of kings and lord of lords, who is settled on the heavenly throne with his blood and righteousness. He has the victory and he has you. It is finished, says Jesus, as he dies on the cross. But imagine that he's there on the top of this hill, standing in the rain, in the middle of the night with you. It's finished, and the lightning flashes again, and all around you the demons are running. (laughs) It's finished. Means that the devil is destroyed. That his kingdom is ransacked. That you are redeemed. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 14 and 15 say it like this. Since therefore the children share in flesh and blood, that means you and I have a body, he himself, Jesus, likewise partook of the same things that through death he might destroy the one who has the power of death, that is the devil, and deliver all those who through fear of death were subject to lifelong slavery. Through his death, Jesus destroyed the devil and set us free. Again, there's a, it's a beautiful scripture that the Bible has for us. If you would imagine yourself from birth tied up in a dungeon with ropes there to the chair, and it's miserable. Your captor is the devil. And Jesus comes, and he sets you free. He cuts you loose from these chains that were binding you. And then, glory of glories, he uses that same chain to bind up the devil So that the same ropes that were all your lifetime holding you in bondage are now used to hold the devil down. This again is the beautiful truth of the cross. Not not only did Jesus forgive our sins, but he also destroyed our death and our devil when he died on the cross. But here we come to a difficulty. We do not yet see this victory. Just like we can't see the devil and his demons coming to attack us, so we cannot see the Lord's victory over the devil and the demons. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 10, just three verses before this one we read, says it like this. Now, in putting everything in subjection under him, Jesus, he left nothing outside of his control. But at the present, we do not yet see everything in subjection to Him. Do you see, Jesus is finished. He's won the victory. He's routed the devil. He's destroyed His kingdom. But we do not yet see it. 
In fact, what we see looks quite the opposite. What we see looks like the devil is in charge. When we watch the news, it looks like the devil is ruling in the reigning in the world. It looks like today is his day because what Hebrews said is true. We do not yet see all things put under the feet of Jesus. Now, how do we understand this? The, the fact that the devil has been destroyed, but it, it, we don't see it. The devil's kingdom is overthrown, and yet we're still at war. I think of it like this. It's almost like our eyes are waiting to catch up with the spiritual reality. Jesus is on the throne now, but we don't see it yet. The devil is destroyed, but we don't see it yet. You are perfectly righteous and holy, but you don't see it yet. And it's almost like the last day when the Lord Jesus returns in judgment to raise the quick and the dead and to judge all people. That's the day that our eyes finally catch up with the spiritual reality of the death and resurrection of Jesus. When we finally see these things. But what do we do in the meantime? We live here in the Lord's kingdom, still suffering the assaults of the destroyed devil. What do we do? The answer put before us in the scriptures today is this. We pray. Prayer, in fact, is our battleground. Prayer is how we engage the enemy. And we pray with the scriptures. The epistle text that we read, in fact, ended in the middle of the sentence. Paul finishes the sentence like this. Take up the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, praying at all times in the Spirit with all prayer and supplication. So we take up the Scriptures to pray. And in this, we're like Marines that sneak up to the front lines and call in the artillery shells. We go and pray and ask in the Lord's name that His name would be hallowed on the earth, that the truth of His teaching would be heard in every corner of the world, and that the teaching of the demons would come to nothing. We pray that God's kingdom would come, that the devil's kingdom would be overthrown. We pray that the Lord's will would be done, that the will of the devil and the world and even our own sinful flesh would come to naught. And we pray that the Lord would keep us from the assaults of the devil in our conscience and in our homes, that we would be saved and delivered and at last come to the joys of eternal life. In the meantime, as we live between the cross and the resurrection of the flesh, we pray, and the Lord who loves you, who died for you, whoever lives to intercede for you at God's right hand, He hears your prayers, and He delights in your prayers, and He answers your prayers for you and overcomes the devil for you. So we fight. It's not an option. The Christian life is an embattled life. It's a life at war. We stand, dear saints, between the conflict of two mighty kingdoms, the kingdom of darkness ruled by the devil and the kingdom of light, the kingdom of Jesus. But we fight by prayer. And we rest in the confidence that these prayers are heard, that the God who was for you on the cross continues to be for you 
and to fight for you today. And this is our comfort. And this is our peace. Amen. May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, guard your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. We hope you were blessed by today's Word of Hope. Hope Lutheran Church is located at 1345 Macon Street in Aurora, Colorado. Their weekly schedule is as follows. Sunday morning worship at 915, adult Bible class and youth Sunday school at 1045 a.m. On Tuesday mornings, there is a matin service at 830 a.m. with a Bible class to follow at 930 a.m. You can find out more about Hope Lutheran Church at www.hope-aurora.org. That's www.hope-aurora.org. Until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you in His grace.